Well, when I was given the topic of, of mission is our language to, uh, to preach, I started to ask some questions. And I don't know if you've ever thought about language or the importance of language, but I want us to have a quick think about what is the importance of language? We're quite a diverse people even in this room and perhaps even viewing it online. We are a very diverse group of people. We have many different languages represented amongst us. So what is the importance of language? Well, to illustrate that point, I thought it might be good for us to watch a quick video. Das hier ist mein Sektor. Das hier ist das wichtigste Gerät des Küstenwächter. Das Gerät und das Gerät. Überlebensradar. Mayday, Mayday. Hello, can you hear us? Can you hear us? Can you... Over. We are sinking. We are sinking. Hello? This is the German Coast Guard. We are sinking. We're sinking. What are you thinking about? You see, language is important, right? Understanding language, being a part of language, but language in and of itself is, a, is the ability for us to communicate. It helps us to communicate ideas. It sometimes helps us to get things wildly wrong. But language, I think, uh, forms part of our identity. You see, the culture that we come from usually has associated a language with it. And that language helps us to form part of our identity, our history, who we are, where we've come from, and all of these sorts of things. But it's also something that is missional. Because if we can't work out the right language to use, how are we supposed to communicate effectively the message that we actually have? Just think about that for a second. How are we supposed to communicate the message that we have if we have the wrong language? Now, clearly in that video, the message was not communicated well. Misrepresented, misunderstood. And we have the opportunity where we ourselves can be misvalued, misunderstood, misrepresented, misheard when we use the wrong language. And so this morning, I would posit the idea that this needs to be our language. As followers of Jesus, as representatives of Christ, as believers, we need to have a language of love or a love language. We need to recognize that everything that we do needs to revolve around this concept of love. And I see that in the Thank You Coffee initiative. The message of hope revolves around love for people out there who don't know Jesus. I see that in the way that we operate in our kids' church. The message of hope that we offer to those kids is a, is a message out of love. In fact, you'll find that every ministry, every initiative within the church has been born out of love, love for somebody or love for a group of people. 
Love is our language. And when I look at this, I'm going to give us four points this morning. And we have a a jam-packed service this morning, so I don't want to labour on these points for us for too long. But I have four points for us this morning to consider. That is, that God is love. That God is love. That God created out of love. That God loves us. You and me in this room today, everybody out there in the world, the poor, the marginalised, the politicians, it's topical, right? God is love and God loves every person. But God also does something, and this speaks to our language in terms of our mission. He calls for us to love, to reflect that very love that he poured out to us as he is love that he created out of and that he loves us. He wants us to share that same love with those around us. And so what does it mean? What does it mean that God is love? Well, we're refreshed and we're reminded of this in 1 John 4 verse 8. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. In our world, we have a very distorted view of what love is. We see the effects of that distorted view throughout our criminal justice system. We see the effects of it in the world that we live in today. But that's not the type of love that this love is talking to. This is the type of love that is pure in every way. This is the type of self-sacrificial love. This is the type of love that is full, not lacking in anything. This is a selfless love. This is a love that seeks to benefit those around us and us and is given to us by God because He is love. And when we don't know God, we see love through this distorted worldly view of love instead of seeing love through the purest sense in the way that God established it, in the way that God wants us to live, in the way that God Himself demonstrated that love to us. And he did it through his creation. In about 1485, some 500 odd plus years ago, 600 even, Thomas Aquinas wrote the Summa Theologica. He was a doctor of theology. He understood the complexities of God. And he writes this, when we say that in him there is a procession of love, We show that God produced creatures not because he needed them, nor because of any other extrinsic reason, but on the account of the love of his own goodness. You see, God created out of love because he is love and his language is love for everything. And we see this, the spoken word in the creation narrative. And God said, and it was done. And God said, and it was done. And God said, and it was done. And then on the culmination in terms of us, humanity, 
And God said, and it was very good. You see, the language that God uses to communicate, the language that God uses to create, the language that we operate out of in our existence as humans is the language of love. And the reality for us, for you and me in this room, is that we see a tangible representation of that love through Jesus Christ. And that he was willing to come down to this earth, to live a fully human yet fully God life, to die on the cross for our sin, for our shame. Those things that we've done wrong for us and against God and against others around us. Out of love, God did this. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. This is love. The personhood of Jesus is a representation of the fact that God is love and that he created out of love and now He loves us so much that even though we have done the wrong thing, he has made a way. It's interesting because there is nothing that anybody in this room can ever do to change the amount that God loves you. It is perfect. His love is complete for you. You are so dearly loved, and that might be hard to hear, but you are so dearly loved by the Creator God. It is incredible because love is God's language and love is His mission. That is the God that we worship. That is the God that we come this morning and we sing praises to. That is the God that we worship through our finance. That's the God, the message, the hope that we have that we go out and that we share with this community because God loves us. And I pray being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. It is incredible how much God loves us. And I don't feel that I can do justice to describe that to you this morning because my humanness puts limitations where God brings freedom. And where God brings hope. And even in the space of love. So to sum that, God loves you. A simple message. So often mistranslated. God loves you. And I hope you really hear that this morning. If nothing else, God loves you. thing for us is that it doesn't stop at that. You see, the reality is that I've had the opportunity to declare that before us this morning. 
But God has a message of hope. And there are unreached people in this world, people that have never heard that God loves them. And so God invites us into that space. He invites us to be the stewards of that love. He invites us to share that love, the hope that we have with those around us. God calls us to love. Mark 12, 29 to 31. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. This is in response to being asked what the greatest commandments are, what the greatest commandment is. And then the second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. You see, God wants us to partner in this missional language of love. And he wants us to be the stewards. He wants us to be the vehicles in which that message of love is shared with everybody around us. And quite often in our own minds, perhaps you like me think about missions and you think, well, I've got to go overseas on mission. Or I've got to go to a remote place to be on mission. The reality is there are people in Townsville who need to hear that God loves them. There are people in our regions around Townsville that also need to hear that. There are people in your workplace or your social circles or your shopping center. There are people in our community that need to know that God loves them. The harvest is plentiful, but unfortunately, the workers are few. And that's why each and every one of us is encouraged to do the work of an evangelist, to go out there, to spread and share the good news of the hope that we have in Jesus. Because the greatest act of love that we can do is sharing the gospel with people like their life depends on it. Because it does. There are people that are going to a Christless eternity. There are people, and it breaks my heart, there are people out in this world that have rejected God and the life that comes with that and the love that is inbuilt in that. The greatest thing that we can do, the greatest act of love that we can do is to share the gospel with people like their life depends on it. Because it does. And my hope is that we as the church, not this building, we as the people of this church will be acting diligently to do that, to take up this cause, to go to share Jesus Christ with those around us, to be missional, to use the language of love that God has given to us to excite people, to energize people, to reveal, to enable the Holy Spirit to move and minister in other people's lives in such a way that they too will be saved. That they will believe in their heart, that they will confess with their tongue that Jesus is Lord and that they will be saved. And perhaps that starts with us here today. Perhaps we've never done that ourselves. I want to encourage you 
Jesus loves you. God loves you. It is never too late to come into a relationship with Jesus to be saved. And I want to encourage us this morning. It's our job to share that love. And I see this as a challenge, this verse. John 13, verse 35. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Church, are we the type of people that are known for our love for one another? Or are we the type of people that are comfortable? That the only mention of Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit, any part of our faith happens in this building each and every week? Are we actually known in our community as a people that are following Jesus and reaching people? Or do we hold this message of hope to ourselves, robbing people of the opportunity to experience the fullness of the love of God? I want to challenge us with this this morning. I'm going to leave us there. Does everyone know that you are a disciple of Jesus because of the overflow of love for people in your life? Would you pray with me? Lord, I want to say thank you. And sorry. But I want to say thank you that we know what love is because you first loved us. Lord, I want to say thank you that we see that love and the reality of that love in our lives. And the message of love and the message of hope that you've placed in us, that you've built in us as we look to you as our Lord. Father, help us. Challenge us. May there just be someone this week that we can share the love of Jesus with in a tangible way that demonstrates that we are your disciples. God, we thank you that we are never too far from your love, that there is nothing too bad or, or too gross or anything like that that can separate us from your love, that your love is full and your love is purposeful and that love is the language of mission that you have for us. And so God, help us to go out this week to our mission fields, whatever that looks like, and love like other people's lives depend on it. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.